1: Have you ever heard anyone talking about God moments? What are they? And have you ever experienced a God moment? Well, on today's program, let's see how God can touch a uh, very ordinary day and create an extra, extraordinary God moment. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee. You know what it is, conversations of friends of faith to encourage and equip I'm Kim Crable, delighted, as always, to be your host. Well, today our guest is a pastor. He is a hospital chaplain. He's a counselor. I think he has his doctorate in Christian counseling. He's the founder of Healing Centers and the author of this book called God Moments. I am so excited to bring him on to talk about the ways that God is always working around us and how we can see it and not only see it, but be invited in to be a part of it. His name, Pastor Gail Croft. Pastor, thank you so much for stopping by for coffee. Welcome.
0: Well, welcome. I love coffee, Kim. It's good to be on the show with you. Thank you so much.
1: Absolutely. It's a delight to have you. Pastor, where are you right now? I know you're we're just traveling in Honduras. I know you travel a lot. Where are you this moment?
0: This moment, I'm sitting in my office in the Healing Center in Hastings, Michigan, where I'm the Executive Director of Spiritual Care Consultants of West Michigan.
1: Oh, my goodness, Michigan. So I'm just outside of Atlanta. I think some, sometimes I forget to tell our listeners that we're not just across the table for one, <laughs> from one another. And so um, and I just love technology and what we can do. So, well, thank you. I know you're very busy man. I know you're a man of great wisdom, and I have so enjoyed reading your book, uh, this latest, I guess it's your latest book, God Moments. So let's just start right there, and will you explain to us what is a God moment?
0: I want to keep it really simple because I think God God moments are opportunities we often miss because we Mm -hmm. do not see them. They're right in front of us. Have you ever had a really bad day, and out of nowhere – a stranger came up to you and said, boy, did you know you're beautiful? Did you know this? And it was so encouraging, and you were like, man, I really needed to hear that. And, like, Mm -hmm. that's a God moment. Like, another God moment, well, since you're out of Atlanta, right? Yes. I'm going to tell you a God moment in Atlanta. Um, Great. Pastor Allen and I were flying Back from a mission trip in Honduras, and so we landed in the Atlanta airport, and of course it was Super Bowl, so we had to go watch Super Bowl. So we went to the TGI Fridays, and um, I told the waitress, I said, "We're gonna double tip you," but I don't think she believed it, and so <laughs> I didn't know this was setting us up for a powerful God moment. So I think our bill was around sixty some dollars. So I said to Pastor L. What do you have for a tip? He goes, I got 30 bucks. What about you? I go, I got 30 So we gave her a $60 tip, and we handed it to her, and we go, the rest is yours. And she, she walked up to the cash registers, came back, she had her mask on, took her mask off, and said, really? Really, guys? No one's ever double tipped <laughs> me before. And she started crying. Oh, she goes, you're going to make me cry. And we told her we're oh, pastors, we're double-chippers, we like to do that. You know, and uh, it just really created a God moment that it was an opportunity. And I think so many times we miss simple opportunities that could come in the form of can I pray for you or someone that Mm. has a need, right? It doesn't have to be some big dramatic God moment. Uh, Mm -hmm. And and I believe God wants to touch so many hearts and lives out there that are searching for hope. They want to know that Jesus is real and that he's alive today. And that's one of the reasons I wrote, well, the Lord wanted me to write God moments. I argued with him for a while, but then he goes, those are my stories, not yours. Mm -hmm. So even though they happen to me, they're about him working and loving on people as we just simply go about our day-to-day lives,
1: I love that. I feel like that's so important. And you used a word that um, I think our world is um, in need of so badly today, and that is hope. We have we're losing hope because we are looking, or I feel it's because we're looking at what the world has to offer and what it, what we the mm-hmm. the decay of what we're seeing. But uh, rather than being focused on God, and and he's never changed. There's no decay there, you know, this. And so, well, one of the things that, you know, you you start out right with Chapter 1 in the book, God Moments, that I think is the basic of everything that we are able to accomplish or God is able to accomplish through us. And it goes back to how we see ourselves. Why is that so important, Pastor?
0: You know, the thing is that when you ask, I was in a group of pastors where we were in a meeting. It was a political meeting. And when it come time and they asked for prayer, for people to lead out prayer, you wouldn't believe how many pastors were shy. Mm -hmm. Now, I think the common ordinary person struggles with maybe praying for somebody. I don't know if I'm answering your question, but Just like in my book, I talk about standing in the Walmart checkout line, right, Right. minding my own business. There was a lady in front of me, and I felt an impression that she needed prayer for healing. Then I go through this scenario in my mind. Do I ask her? Do I not? Do I ask her? Do I not? So finally, I thought, (laughs) what the heck? I'm going to ask her. Do you need prayer for healing? And she goes, yeah, my right shoulder. It's really sore. I can't really lift anything with it. So I said, well, can I pray for you? She goes, sure, and she had two of her friends in the checkout line, so I lightly put my hand on her right shoulder with her permission and prayed, and I said amen, and we just continued talking. And then she went without thinking and grabbed something heavy out of her cart with her right hand, and she went, oh, my gosh, I don't I have no more pain. And then the other two ladies with her in the line said, I need prayer too. And so the Walmart <laughs> line turned into a prayer line, and I, we just began to pray for the needs in the line at Walmart. And to me, wow. that's how Christianity is supposed to be lived. Yes. You know, because yes. you don't know, but your words to a hurting person might change the whole course of their life. They don't have to be dramatic. I'll give an example. I was in Horrocks. This happened two weeks ago. I like to go to Horrocks. We got a brand new one in Battle Creek. It's beautiful. And I had a cup of coffee, and I was sitting in the lounge area, kind of sleepy and sipping my coffee. And they had a, a piano over in the corner, and these young, four young men and a young lady came and began to sing praises to God. And I got up and said hi to them, and one of them recognized me. And I could tell the presence of God was in Horrocks. And so I went back to mm-hmm. my seat, and I was sipping on my coffee. And right ahead of me in Horrocks was an elderly lady with a walker, and I could Mm -hmm. tell this woman was in a ton of pain. And she was just Mm. like trying to get across the store, you know, trying to get across the store. And the Lord said to me, there's your moment. Mm. Are you going to pray with that lady? I said, okay, Jesus. I walked up, and I said, hey, ma'am, I know you don't know me, but are you in a lot of pain? And she said, oh, she said, I'm in terrible pain. I said, can I pray? She goes, please. So she stopped, and I put my hand on her shoulder with her permission to pray, and she felt the pain begin to lift off her body. But then she said, i got to use the bathroom. Can you help me find that? So I had to (laughs) help her find the bathroom, and then uh, I was headed toward the front of the store, and I saw a gentleman pushing the cart, and I could tell he was in pain. And the Lord said, there's another God moment for you. So I walked up, and I asked him if I could pray. And First he went. He hesitated, but then he goes, sure. So I prayed with them. Mm. When I was done, I said, has anyone ever prayed, offered to pray for you? He said, you're the first. So then I went wow. back around to where they were playing the music, and a woman and her three children had gathered. Mm-hmm. And I just walked up to the lady. I entered the, entered the atmosphere there, and I said, do you need any prayer? She goes, yeah, my sister does, but I'm not going to tell you what for. And I began to pray, and the Lord directed my prayers. And before we were done, this lady had tears running down her eyes. Mm. And the young people there led her three children to the Lord in Horax. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, the Bible says that God added to their number daily those that were being saved. He didn't do that in church. He did that in the marketplace. And here's what I want people to understand. I, I grew up in the middle of a cornfield in Diamond Springs, Michigan. I consider myself the average person. And if God wants to use me, he also wants to use you. But when I was up this morning at 4 a.m., uh, actually, I told the Lord he got me up too early, so I went back to sleep. <laughs> and he put a song in my head that we sing in Honduras. It's called uh, "Yeshua, My Beloved is Most Beautiful. Mm -hmm. When we sing this song in Honduras The the presence of God just floods The churches Mm -hmm. And I saw people on your channel Looking for hope People that were hurting People needing healing I saw a man with a lower back Having lower back pain I saw people that were struggling with diabetes and cancer And the Lord I just really felt the Lord wanted to release healing Healing Mm -hmm. out over the airwaves. So if that's you and you're listening. You don't got to be in my presence to receive healing. Just say the name Yeshua. Say the name Jesus. And, you know, the thing that gets me as Acts 1038, how Jesus anointed, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. And he went about doing good, underlying mm-hmm. good, and then healing all who are under the power of the devil because God was with him. And Ephesians 5.1 says that you and I are to be imitators of God. Right. Are we not supposed to be going going about doing good in our daily lives? Offering healing to the hurting. Right. If we would do this, that's what I want people to understand. A lot of times we miss the God moment because the impression on our mm-hmm. heart is so soft about something he wants us to do and we ignore it. Oh, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go pray for that person. What, what if they say no? Well, what if they say no? I've only had a couple people out of my whole life say no to prayer and out in the marketplace. So, you know, I my book, I want, it, people are using it for Bible studies. It's 27 stories. People are sending it to people who are discouraged. I've got stories of healing in there, so people are sending it to people that are sick. I mean, and I guarantee you this, one lady told me, she said, Gail, this is the first book I read where I felt Jesus was calling my name. Mm. And I want Jesus, your listeners, to know how much they're loved. I want them to have hope. And I know the Lord wants me to tell your listeners, look, maybe you think Jesus lost your address. I'm telling you he didn't. I'm telling you he loves Mm. you. He cares for you. He wants mm-hmm. to touch your life. You don't have to be in the studio. You're listening to the radio. Maybe you're in your car. Maybe you're in your home. Maybe you're sipping that cup of coffee, and I made you almost choke by something like that. <laughs> but uh, God loves you. And God moments, they're all around, yeah. but many times we don't see them. I'm sorry, Kim. I just went on and on here for a minute. No, um, no,
1: no, no, no. Please don't ever feel sorry. Because, I mean, say you're sorry because I I feel like that that was that was a God moment. Everything you just did were definitely like God moments. Um, it, it made me think about you know how many people do feel lost in this world, and and I know the statistics of of how many people feel so alone uh, and misunderstood yeah. right now. And I love that. And what came to my mind was it's it's a cliche, but it's still so true: is that we may feel lost, but God has never lost us. And, yeah. you know, to, to remember that his eyes are on, and I love the picture you gave of someone who will be driving listening to this either now or later or. Sitting in a quiet time, or sitting in a doctor's office, or wherever they mm-hmm. are, just just to remember. All right, well, I, I, there are four points I want to make. Um, I want to go over again before we uh, in, in the show today, and then we have to come back. I really want to explore this healing a little bit more as well. And before we close today, I'd love for you to pray a healing prayer, if you would. But the first it. thing I want, let's do that. The first thing I want to do is I want to. Um You ask at the beginning of the book, so do you see yourself as God does? You talk about that we have there 's treasures that God has put inside of us. I think that goes along with everything you've been saying in the scripture mm-hmm. uh that we could put to that again with all the scriptures you have here is ephesians two ten that god god um, God has created in advance a, a plan for us that walks for us, and so we that 's in the daily opportunities for us to to do that. So, Pastor, if you will just tell us, it takes a lot of confidence to walk up to someone and ask, "May
0: I pray for you?" It's not,
1: <laughs> it's not self-confidence, though, is it?
0: Well, you no, know, you know, God you, confidence. I, I'm going to say something that's going to sound real cliche. If you don't risk it, you won't get the biscuit. Uh, <laughs> I know yes. this, I know that's foolishness, but hey listen, it's, um, it's actually a step of faith. Yes, God honors faith.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and yeah, and you said something earlier about the way we see ourselves. Identity, who you believe you are in the Lord is everything. Yes. We are yes. who God says we are. We are His child. We are beautiful on the inside and out. We are uh, his workmanship, his Mm -hmm. ambassadors. The reason we don't step out many times is we lack the identity, which leads Mm -hmm. to a lack of confidence. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Mm -hmm. Once you step out and it works, you want to step out again. Yes. But
1: yes, you know I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: The still small voice that Elijah yes. when he's on the mountain in the rocks, he was looking for God to speak to him, but God wasn't in the wind, he wasn't in the thunder, and he wasn't in the lightning. He was in the whisper yes. of the wind. Yes. If if I don't listen to the whisper of the Lord speaking to me, I could I could miss Many, In fact, I can tell you of a God moment I missed that was really sad. That deeply impacted me. Mm -hmm. But do we have, uh, is that okay to share that?
1: I would love, yeah, of course.
0: Okay. There was this guy that sat in the front row of the church growing up. He sat there his whole life, listened to the preacher preach. I mean, and the preacher preached the truth. And one day driving my car, God says, I want you to go talk to that man. And I said, why? He sits in church his whole life, surely he's heard. You don't need me to talk to him. And the Lord says, I Mm -hmm. want you to talk to him. So I didn't do it. A week later, driving my car home at night, there was red lights all around his house. He had a massive heart attack and died. Mm -hmm. And I said, Lord, The next time you put an impression for me to talk to someone, I will Mm. do it. And, you know, sometimes things are learning experiences. Yeah. We see a moment. We don't step out. You never know what you miss until you do step out and see God work. Be kind, be gentle, be full of hope. People Mm. need it.
1: Absolutely. Well, you know, I'm I'm writing this uh, study called Living Free, and, you know, it so aligns with what you're talking about, Pastor. It really is, we have to know who we are before Mm -hmm. we're going to have the confidence to do what God has called us to do. In my study, one of the lines that God gave me that I just talk about over and over again is that, you know, life and burdens and worries and troubles will tell us what we cannot do While God is always reminding us who we are, and I I question God about that. Of course, he tells us what we can do, but he tells us more. The Bible is much more infused with who we are in him and our identity in him. And so I question him, you know, if the world is telling me what I can't do, why are you so busy telling me who I am? And his answer was this, Pastor, because when you know who you are, you know there's nothing you can't do. And that's pretty powerful, isn't it?
0: It is, because I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength.
1: Exactly. You know, we can do all those things once we know who we are. So, okay, quickly moving on, another point that I wanted to make is this. Now, we know you're a pastor, and you're talking about this. Are these God moments just set up for pastors?
0: Oh, no. I began to walk in this as a child. You know, I I just never talked about it much, because Sometimes people think you're bragging, or, or they criticize mm-hmm. you. Or, no, that didn't happen to you. But no, I, you know so when anybody. I read Mark, yeah, when mm-hmm. I read Mark, these signs shall follow them that believe, not them that are pastors. And so, <laughs> yes, God God wants to use everybody. Hey, look, Balaam in the Old Testament had a God moment when his donkey speak, spoke to him. Mm. Remember the talking donkey? Yes. yes I do. And he yeah, had a God moment. God, look, at I say, if God can use a donkey, he can use me. And look, there you go. <laughs> God, God wants to use ordinary people to do mm-hmm. extraordinary things. The Holy Spirit will prompt you. And you've got to listen to the prompting. He will guide you in what he wants you to do. Will it be intimidating at first and a little scary? Yeah, I've had that before. But you know what? It's worth it.
1: Well, Pastor, let's stop right there, really, uh, because I I could just hear through the airways people going, but how do you know God's prompting? Can you give give them a little bit of like what they can expect when they when they are not sure, but they feel like it's God's prompting?
0: Yeah, I, I have a funny thought. The devil's not going to tell you to pray for somebody. Uh, there you
1: go, drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> the devil's not going
0: to. I tell you to go pray with someone, I guarantee it, or to give someone an encouraging word. He's a liar in the cues of the brethren. The other thing I say is often when God is prompting me, it's very quiet, Mm. and yet it's peaceful. And I know it's something I should do. I feel urged by the Lord to do it. Mm. But then I have a choice. I can stay in my comfort zone. Or Mm -hmm. I can step into the God zone. Mm -hmm. And I've had many situations, you read the book, where I was on a limb with God. And he came through. uh, And, you know, if they say no, I don't want you to pray, hey, Mm -hmm. God will honor your step of faith. Yes. Maybe your offer will make them think, you know. So, uh you know, Absolutely. it's a still small voice, there's peace, and I'll guarantee you the devil's not going to want you to give someone an encouraging word and he's not going to have you offer to pray for somebody. Okay.
1: That is, I mean, that that is so, that if, if our listeners, if I can just remember that, that right there can, uh, can show you the difference between um, who is God and who is not. And I always ask myself, Who's talking to me? Who's saying this to me? Hmm. All right, we're we're down to six minutes. Okay, so we have one of the things I wanted to to do, obviously, is explain what a God moment is. I wanted you to talk about what it takes, which is... knowing who you are in Christ, to have that God confidence, mm-hmm. not self-confidence. I wanted you to talk about that. It's not just for pastors. It's for all no. of us, even those, mm-hmm. those who are listening. And, you can, and pa- Pastor, you can start now, right, if you never thought that you
0: experienced one. You can
1: start today looking for opportunities where God is whispering and inviting you into one of these moments, correct?
0: Yeah, just say, Lord, open my eyes.
1: Yes, yes. Let me well, see then, the
0: opportunities.
1: Yes. Yes. And then the the next step before you pray for healing is that I think it's so important is that don't think that it has to be inside a church because with you I, I read stories of Walmart, shopping lines, restaurants. So, it can be anywhere at any moment. Correct, pastor? Is that what I'm reading in this that's uh, biblically true?
0: That's that's exactly, but also I do the hit and run method. Let me share with you what I mean.
1: <laughs> Please do. I, yeah.
0: I believe I pray mm-hmm. and I leave. I don't worry Emma. about signs and wonders. I don't worry Good about healing. Mm. Believe, pray, leave. Why? The signs and wonders will follow you. You don't have to follow them. They will catch up to you. Wow. You know, people will come and I talk about this in the book and they probably don't have a time. About the sixteen year old kid that was in intensive care. They got healed. Mm. Yeah. read the book you'll like it later she came and knocked on my office door and came back to say thank you because mm-hmm. she experienced a miracle so don't worry about results yeah just go here's the concept i want you to get just go around doing good mm-hmm. that's what jesus did yeah and more opportunities will present themselves to you, you'll be surprised.
1: Absolutely. And I'm going to, before we pray, I, I know that this is uh, what you would say as well, just because I'm thinking about someone out there, to remember that we're not saved by good works but we are saved. We enter a relationship with Christ to do good work. So, Pastor, this is a great book. Please tell me that you'll come back. I want to get into this even more. This has been an incredible morning of sharing God moments. Tell me, uh, tell our listeners before you pray us out, a healing prayer, how can people reach you? And I know that they can get your books on Amazon Please, listeners, go and order this book. You're going to love The Amazing Encounters with the Divine in Everyday Life, God Moments. And how can they reach you, Pastor?
0: I have a simple email. It's right at my work. It's gale, G-A-L-E, at spiritualcareconsultants.com. It's a little long email. gale at spiritualcareconsultants.com is my email Feel free to email me. I'd love to hear from you. Um, I'm also I also have gailcrockbooks.com, and I have Gail Books' Facebook page that I'd like everyone to like. Uh, where we so uh,
1: absolutely, and the la- the spelling uh, listeners, uh, Crock is. K-R-A-G-T. And I'll also have all this information when I post our, uh, when this goes in the podcast. So, Pastor, we have two minutes. Would you please, I want to, I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. I promise I'm going to have this incredible man of wisdom back when we can spend a full hour. Uh, But for this moment, I know that this has given you enough information to understand that you can find your God moments. Where there is God and he is everywhere, there's moments to be experienced. So today, go find your God moments. Read the book. Order the book so that you can better understand it. And now I want to ask uh, Pastor Crockett if he would not only do I want to thank you for joining us, but I would if you would just pray us out a healing prayer for any and all of those. I know people who are suffering with migraines, back pains, leukemia, uh, COVID, So many things going on, cancer, broken hearts because of loss of loved ones. Pastor, will you please pray us out? When the music starts, we'll know the program is over. Thank you again.
0: Lord, in the name of Jesus, your name is higher than any other name. I speak the name of Jesus over every sickness, Mm -hmm. over every disease, over migraines, leukemia, back pain, whatever the problem is. I come against the spirit of suicide and I speak hope, yes. and I speak yes. life. I come again. I pray for those that are mentally ill, and I speak peace to their minds. Yes. Lord, you did not yes. give us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Lord, you are the great physician, and I pray for that healing right now. Lord, I pray that yes. your presence would fill the room wherever they're at, whether they're in their car, having coffee. I just speak the name Yahshua over you in Jesus' name. The Lord, Mm. who is the most beautiful and caring, Mm. who left the 99 who were lost, to go seek the one. And in the name Mm. of Jesus, I speak that beautiful name, Jesus. Jesus over you. And may right now, that you would have a God moment where Mm. you're at, where you would feel your room flooded with the presence of God, with the glory of heaven. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. There's nothing too hard for you. There's Mm -hmm. nothing you can't do. And I pray for those that need provision, those that need finances. God, you said you would provide for all of our needs according to your riches in glory. And I thank you for it, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For what you're doing. In Jesus' name.
1: Amen. 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 Pastor, thank you so much. God bless you for all you're doing. Thank you for allowing us to have a part of your wisdom today. And I look forward to talking to you again. Listeners, I look forward to seeing you next time right here on Coffee. Goodbye, everybody.
0: Bye. 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 To learn more about Kim's books, teaching materials, or to invite Kim to speak at your event, please visit org. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, to learn more, please visit org. All right.